Were you Mary in Nativity? No. Ooh. No, because they get the shy kids the balls. And then it's straight away. Go on. Pokemon. I oh. knew you were going to say that as well. People have done it on Mastermind and they get such easy questions. Hi, I'm Erin Velak, and I've made it my mission to interview the members of the University of Nottingham's student radio station, URN. Join me to uncover how our members got into student radio, what they're listening to in their free time, and their most iconic pieces of clothing that might make you recognise them as you're walking around campus. I want to know who they are when the mics aren't live, so let's find out. This is Off Air with URN. So I'm here with Izzy Morris and Rachel. Rachel, I don't know your last name, and now I feel terrible. Yeah, that's okay. It's Rachel Proud. Proud. I know. That is absolutely not a cool last name. It's like I don't know. It's it's really weird. I don't know. There is. Is there is a, I think it's a Disney show called The Proud the Family. The Proud Family. Yeah, yeah, have you watched it? I have never watched it. I feel and like I feel you like, have to if that's your name. I feel like I have to, I just haven't. Fair. Which is probably even worse. You could but. probably, I think you'd watch it and then maybe assign members of your family to... Oh, that is actually a shout. I should do that, absolutely. The Proud Family. The Proud Family The Proud version. Family, yeah. It's quite a good idea. Yeah, so obviously you're both members of your end. That is the whole reason why we're here. Izzy, you have a very special role being part of committee head of audio production i can read it on your jumper i i, I would have just yeah. called you head of audio to be I honest am head of audio i am the queen of station sound Ooh, make it all sound good yeah i try my best we 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 have varying results i guess that's for the listener to decide do we sound good that's please can you rate our sound quality in this <laughs> actually let's not do that let's not do that because that will stress me out um but you've also done a pinch of alt which is your After Dark show, which you've been doing for, what, two years now? A year. A year. A year, exactly. Okay, so you didn't start straight off the bat. No. I was really ill in Precious, so for the first term of my first year, I was too ill and too stressed to do anything. So I didn't join radio until January, so I'm, I'm only been doing it for a year. So how did you end up joining radio? I picked this university because of radio. That's right. So you knew you wanted to do radio? I nearly did a media production degree at Salford instead, and there was a couple of other options, but I picked um, I picked Nottingham, A, because I'm from Leicester, so really close, and because I wanted to do URN, because URN was the best team radio station. Still it is the still still best is. radio station. I don't care what any of the awards say, we still 100% are. Um, I think you had a similar kind of yeah yeah, yeah honestly of radio kind of yeah practice? so like going around open days and all that i went to like royal holloway and then there was someone who was dressed up i think this is just a massive squirrel and they were like rep and radio station i was like hmm i should probably look into radio and then i went to the nottingham open day and it was like insane and i was like yeah i'm probably gonna go to nottingham because of urn so you went into uni actually wanting to do radio which i feel like a lot of people don't a lot of people just kind of fall into it somehow but i respect that and i, I like that you kind of I, I knew I wanted to join student radio when I went to uni, but I didn't have the forethought of what is this radio station, anything like that. The only reason I wanted to join it is because my dad did it at uni and he always talked about how it was the best thing he ever did. And so I just picked Nottingham off pure vibes. I didn't go to a single open day for any university. Shout out to COVID. Yeah. Woo. I wasn't even that. Was it not? No, I was. I, I applied way before COVID. Oh, you Luxembourg, I suppose. Yeah, I um. was too stressed to go to open days and my mum was like do you want me to organise things? I was like, mum, I'm too stressed for you to organise things, <laughs> but I'm too stressed myself to organise things. I rate that so highly. Yeah, yeah, I love that. You should navigate life through vibes. That's what I've yeah. always said. You know when you do those like quizzes online, it's like, are you a heart or head? Like, do you go off what your brain's thinking, what your heart's thinking? 
I rationalise things in my mind, but it's pure vibes. Yeah. It's whatever I feel. Whatever the BuzzFeed quiz says, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. Spoken like a true daytime. I know, right? <laughs> I'm over daytime. Like daytime. Well, was, that is one of my big questions I want to talk about. So, are you both, I mean, Rachel, actually, we didn't even get to what show you do. Oh, no. Please okay. give us a plug. Um, So, it's a sneaky plug. I do the URN Top 25. So, basically, like any artist, any year, any situation, I've got a little, like, thing that I do to calculate the Top 25 songs of pretty much anything that you want me to do. And I will say, I saw your TikTok. And then I saw people say, no, there are Excel formulas you can I, use for this. I you- don't want to talk about it, right? It is general trauma to me right now. Like, I think it was even like Joe Banks. Who's yeah, like, it was. He is like a massive person like, yeah. to me. And so like, it makes it sound like I'm obsessed with him. I'm, obsessed, I'm not obsessed with him. But like, we're all, we're all obsessed, obsessed with, with him. Banks, especially you, Erin. <laughs> yes, I, oh, you Aaron should see Joe our Joe. messages. It is me going, Joe, what if we filmed a TikTok? Joe, what if we did this? And he says, he'll, he'll always be like, Erin, you're a genius. Erin, this is going to work great. We're going to be famous. Like he hypes me up so much for my ideas. <laughs> and I'm always like, wow. Yeah. I'm so special. Joe Banks complimented me. Yeah, your social does bang though. I Thank love you. it. We try. We try. Yeah. I am going to plug your TikTok. It's great. Thank you. We love it. I, I do think it's amazing. I, it does make me laugh. Every time it comes up, I'm like, that's funny. You do it well. But yeah, you do top 25, which is after dark then. It's- yeah, so it's a weird one because it's after dark, but it's in the morning. Uh, so it's, it's, it's that weird one. So like 7 to 9 a.m. It's it's lovely. I used to have I used to be in uni for like twelve a.m. like not twelve a.m. for twelve hours every Friday. Ooh, that was rough. That is. But, yeah. I used to have done a seven to nine last year. It's 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 character building. It is character building. building. It's um, like that- you know that like cap cut thing on TikTok where it's like the in the night garden boat. Yes. That was me tracking to uni every <laughs> single Friday. It was pure vibes. Of course. Well, you're both after darkers. Would you say that there's a big stereotype that comes with After Darkers? And do you think you fall into it? Shackets. <laughs> it's just shackets, <laughs> it's isn't it? Shackets. Um, I don't I don't think I do fall into the After Darkers stereotype. I'm not very cool. And I'm okay Would with you that. Say that. I think you're very cool. I dress like a mum. I like that though. I'm, I I think that's cool though. That's very cool. I'm my own brand of cool. I'm Moscow. You mm. are. You really are. And I think that's what makes you cool. Yeah. yeah. If you have your own brand, you're cool. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, <laughs> if, if you can define what Moscow is, you're cool. Yeah, Moscow's cool. Yeah. Moscow's mum. Moscow's red. <laughs> Moscow stars. Yeah. Moscow is. It's way of life. It's Moscow. Yeah. I think we should clarify for anyone who doesn't know you. Izzy Morris goes by Moz half the time. (laughs) I do, especially because there are so many Izzy's. Whenever I was like writing down something, like I wrote this down in my calendar we were recording now, I just put Moz because it just makes my life easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Rachel? Would you do you think you're a an after darker at heart, or maybe maybe not quite? I honestly don't think I know enough about any of the people. Mm. Like I think after dark people in my like experience are all quite mysterious yes. and i am not cool enough to be mysterious <laughs> like you've seen my tiktok i am like <laughs> nerd at heart honestly but like a lot of people who do after dark they're loads of like djs and all that mm. like lo- like loads of djs they have the really like niche like musical interests and i literally play the most basic stuff on my show it I sounds don't know. to me a little bit like you both want to be daytime mm. but what can i uh, no, i am an after dark because i Oh, like, like you couldn't play all of my stuff on daytime, and I like the freedom to choose. Mm. I like to talk about music. I like to talk about gigs. I like to talk about new albums, and I think I, but I think I have the personality of a daytime. You've got, you've got 
life in you. Possessed. Whereas I assume I, I've, I'm not an after darker, and that is the one thing I've never done in radio. I've done culture, news, sport, daytime. After dark, I you'll never catch me there. As much as I love the idea of it, I am not that cool. I my music tastes are quite basic. Taylor Swift is my most popular artist, followed by Harry Styles. Nothing, and that's, you know, that's exactly fine. And I take full pride of it. I don't care. Yeah. One Direction will always be in my top five artists every year, and you can't find me on that. That's fine. Yeah, I'm a boy band girly. <laughs> so valid yeah yeah and i think that's important i just i don't know that question kind of was birthed from me thinking about there are quite a lot of little like stereotypes for whatever part of the station you're in like you know if you're daytime you're probably a basic music taste you just play whatever is on the playlist you want it. you're there to chat but not necessarily and that's okay and it's nice mm. to know that we're a big mix we break them all exactly. Yeah, exactly and that that's what the question's about is is giving you an opportunity to to fight these stereotypes and to show the people who you really are wow that's very deep i love that thank you thank you that is the whole reason why we're doing this um yeah. but yeah you both obviously do your do your radio shows do you listen to a lot of radio other elsewise do you listen to a lot of podcasts where's where do your interests lie there basically i'm looking for recommendations of what i should be listening to okay i mean i feel like i am gonna be in a lot of trouble for this but i am an apple music girly same that's, i know same, okay thank same. you <laughs> And I will fight you. Apple Music's better. Thank you. I what? so on what planet on every planet. As in, like, so my I've had like I've, I don't think I've ever not had an Apple phone. And so mum just like my mum just kind of came in and went like, oh, I got an Apple Music subscription. So Spotify has just never been like anywhere on my radar before. So I've always just grown up on Apple Music and the Apple Music radio bangs. It does. I loved Apple Music radio, like the Dotty Show, Zane Lowe Show. I like mm. Zane Lowe. Oh, he's so good. Zane Lowe. Used great. to have Zane Lowe. Radio 1, right, if I remember correctly. I can't remember. I, I'll be honest, he's this kind of person where I've always just um, watched back clips of sort of thing. I've never li- what, listened to him live or anything like that, but I just find him on YouTube. Yeah, he did like an interview of, I think it was like Post Malone or something. And so I specific, that was peak exam time for me, like peak <laughs> A-level exams. And so I just remember like doing my Jane Eyre quotes and just not paying any attention just because I was like, wow, Post Malone and Zane Malone are so cool. <laughs> like, I want to be like them when I grow up. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mars? What's your what's your go-to listening? Well, uh, so I what, I used to like sneakily listen to the radio when I was little. Like, you remember the Dan and Phil show? Oh my god, one. I yeah. loved that. I never listened to them on Radio One, but I when I found out they're on Radio One, I was like, you're so cool. I didn't really have access to. I probably could have if I knew how, but I, I didn't know how to access a um, British radio thing. Not in England. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I had it as like. Just yeah. Are we all like secretly part of the fandom in this podcast? Oh, I have it, is I it secret? Is it secret? I have a Twitter account. I have an Instagram account. I, I love that. It. I used to like draw whiskers on my face. Really <laughs> secret. Um, so Dan and I love Alice Levine. Mm. My dad wrote my dad wrote porno is really gr- brilliant, and her radio show that she used to help Phil Taggart. That was probably what I'd like to emulate the most if I go to radio. I love Joe Wiley. Radio Two. Greg James, obviously, we all do. Who doesn't love him? Like, everyone loves Greg James here, and I, it's very weird coming here. (laughs) Like, there's literally like an ident, isn't there? Just Greg James. There's Greg James talking. Yeah. I also love Greg James, I want to say that now. But. Everyone loves him. It's funny that he is the one everyone goes, no, but we love Greg James. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle Vassage on Radio 2. Oh, yeah. And Stephen Mack, Lauren Byrne, Radio 6. 
So are you more a radio listener than a podcast listener? Um, I listen to, yeah, any podcast I listen to have a purpose for them. Mm-hmm. So they're very specific. So Gilmore for Safe, the Gilmore Girls podcast. Who does that? I've never heard of that one. I get that name, so it's good. Is there any of the actors on it or is it just no, fans of the show? It's fans of the show. Mm. There's a couple of sex and wellness ones because of the own Gavin. Yes. We haven't even mentioned Erngasm. You do have a podcast yourself. Yeah, the Sex and Relationship Podcast Erngasm. Yeah. Ben and Cora. It's great. It's fun. And the Unspoke Too Soon, the Cycling Podcast. Of course. Can't can't forget about Spoke Too Soon. (laughs) We can. Everyone does, including me. To be honest, I don't. I I love it. I've never listened. So you don't love it. (laughs) I love the idea of it. I just... just, I don't know anything about cycling. Except, I, I've told you, my claim to fame is, well, I've moved house now, but the village where I used to live in um, in Luxembourg is where Andy Schleck had a cycle shop. Wow. Andy Schleck's cycle shop. That's what it's called. And my village has a population of about, I think it's 1,500. There is absolutely no reason why I should have a cycle shop there. <laughs> but, you know, it's Luxembourg. Who is to say? Who is to say? It's its own place. Yeah. It's a different world. It really is. I don't know if you ever read... Now, this this might be going off topic and niche, but I just assume if people, you know, have watched Dan and Phil when they're younger, I don't know, maybe read a book or two when they were younger, probably the same sort of um, circles I was in. Who is it? The Mortal Instruments, right? Ooh. I'm glad, I'm glad I, I pegged you as, as, the, as knowing exactly what I'm going to mention here. And there's the made-up place in the Mortal Instruments, right? Mm-hmm. And it's described as being between, like, France and Germany. It's described exactly where Luxembourg is. So, <laughs> you are a character. What you is are, it? You are Clary. Oh, I can't remember what the place is called. It's like... Um... No, me neither. But it is really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great books. Uh, growing up... Uh, not growing up. Now I have grown up and I see it on TikTok every so often. People have a lot more to say about it. Maybe not so positively. Mm. Um, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Cassandra Clare, when I was younger, was a... I, I don't want to say influence, but she was she was a big part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> As she should be. Yeah. yeah. As they should be. That's great. I'm glad I mentioned it and you guys knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I always get scared to bring things up when I'm like, this was really big for me, but I have no idea if anyone else knows it. And that kind of also brings on to one of the one of the random questions I, I like to ask people is, what would be your specialist subject if you're going on Mastermind or a quiz show or something like that? Where What is your niche interest that you know way too much about for no reason? I know this straight away. Go on. Pokemon. I knew um, you were going to say that as well. People have done it on Mastermind and they get such easy questions. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. I go through Pokedex entries for fun. Like, <laughs> these are the weird. Me and my sister were going through Cubone and Marowax the other day. Nice. Is there like a specific sort of era of Pokemon? Is it more the games, the TV show? Is it... I think it would be Pokedex entries. Yeah. It would be like... Yeah, I think so. I think I would struggle with the anime. It would be more about the games. Mm. I think. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to do comp- the competitive stuff because I'd get confused. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but That's very sad. Or Gilmore Girls would be the other option. Any any season in particular with Gilmore Girls or just you, you could do any of them? I could. I think I could do any. Maybe not a year in a life. But I could, mm. do, I could do... I could do one to seven at one. Season one to seven. Yeah. yeah. Very well done. I love Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Me too, but I only ever go back and rewatch from season five onwards. If Logan's not there, I don't care. I would never peg you as a Logan. That's really Logan interesting girl. because Logan is perfect. You know I'm a Jess girl. You know. I know. I love Jess. Sorry, listeners, if you have no idea about Gilmore Girls, but maybe you should watch it. I love Jess, but Jess and Rory never worked quite in the way they should have. Yeah, but they, like, they're great friends and they boost each other up and I like their adult relationship once they've broken up. Yeah, but he's still in love with her. 
Spoiler alert. <gasps> yeah, but is he? Yes! I think he's in love with the idea of her. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Let's start our own Gilmore to say podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Logan was always always the one who I loved. Um, which I don't know, makes me fun and interesting, maybe, because Jess, I feel like, is the one most people go, but, but it's Jess. But he is. He is. Can't deny it. Rachel, specialist subject. It's probably just, I feel like, it's probably just going to have to be like vines, like complete the vines. Like, I know an obscene amount. That's and it's quite so a sad. fun one, actually. Like, yeah. But just imagine going to like national TV and then someone going like, oh, complete the vine, road work ahead. <laughs> and then, you, oh, I don't know. I just feel like that'd be so iconic. It would be. That, that yeah. would be amazing. I would love to see it. Yeah. I'd really like yeah. that. That's cool. That I was going to think you were going to say TikTok trends because you're so... I mean, I, c- I could have said... I think I'm not, I'm not on straight TikTok, though. <laughs> so I feel like anything that people on mastermind would get they'd be all like straight tiktok trends and i'd be like i have no idea who invented the world (laughs) (laughs) what is the next um step in the what was it oh no i i I was gonna say something funny and now i've forgotten the names so we're gonna just move on renegade (laughs) what was that dance renegade that's what i was going with yeah i was like oh and i just had the savage savage dance stuck in my head savage love it's a bad it's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> I will bleep that. Thank you. Yeah. We did we sing it well enough for it to be copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, this is actually how you're starting your your singing career. Our record label. Yeah. <laughs> we get scouted right now. Did you ever when you were younger think I want to be a singer? Yes. Oh absolutely. But we're musicians, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, exactly. We both play a lot of instruments. What yeah. do you play? Where, where did you tell me the history because I like I, I want to know your favourite instrument you're playing now but what did you start with when you were younger I'm guessing and what have you worked your way into oh, you go first I feel like you got I feel like you got a more interesting like music background I don't think that's true but are you sure? yeah I, I started with like performing arts and singing I guess okay and that's what I've always done so that's like my main instrument I play were you Mary in Nativity? no I no because they gave the shy kids the roles because it was like so there was this oh there was one kid who was really shy, but then as soon as auditions came around, all of a sudden, Rachel like, Barry, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like you know give the because sh- she's really trying. Yeah, but I was always copying confidence, so they were like, oh, she doesn't need it because she already because I do stuff outside of school. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> but you wanted it. Yeah, I only yeah. got like a leave once. Although as soon as I got to secondary school, I got quite a lot because they were like at that point they don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not about nurturing; it's about are you good. Yes. We can hide and see school. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Tracy Townbot and Hairspray. That is actually pretty good. I've been Corny Collins and Hairspray when I cut my hair. <laughs> but anyway, point. All of that done greased and lies. Love me for a big fan. That's actually impressive. Yeah, I love yeah. it so much. It's good fun. Um, so singing. Um, and then I. So the flute was my first instrument, instrument, instrument. Lovely. How old were you when you started the flute? I want to say like eight or mm-hmm. nine. I was. I played the flute and I remember starting in year four because my school had a rule that you weren't allowed to start playing the flute until you're in year four because you were too small. As soon as I joined year four, they changed the rule. You could start when you're in year three. <gasps> How bad stuff. I am still upset about it to this day. <laughs> Fair enough. Flute, then cello for a bit. Mm. Not for that long, but a little bit. And trombone. Trombone's fun. Trombone's so fun. Have you seen the videos with the, like, the trombone with the GoPro? Yes! I really want to try that no, out. I need to. <laughs> um, and then Ocarina, because I got really into The Legend of Zelda. Mm. Guitar, which is now my like second instrument. Like, 
most proficient with the ukulele. Mm-hmm. I think that's all of them. Which one's been your favourite? Singing. Singing. Mm-hmm. And guitar. Definitely. And singing is obviously the one you've done the longest. Yes. It's yeah, the most fun because you can always do it. I like that to is true. That's shower. a good one. That is true. You don't have to just like have it on you. I did always feel superior to everyone else with an instrument when I was at school because I had the flute and I played the piccolo for a bit as well. So even smaller. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So it was, I don't even know why, but the teacher was just like, Erin, I think you should do this. And I was like, I don't want to. And she went, too bad. And I'm like, thanks. Um, But because my flute could fit in my school bag, I would Mm. just have it in my school bag, take it to school and then put it in my locker and it was done the rest of the day. Whereas everyone else, all the other music like um, band kids were lugging like massive instrument cases because no one else's would fit in their locker. Even clarinets for some reason, our lockers were really weird. They They had a really tall skinny bit, which is where my flute fit perfectly. And it was kind of like a B shape. What? Yeah. So you'd get either the B shaped one or the P shaped one. Uh, very bizarre as I say I always felt better than everyone else because my flute fit in my locker and everyone else had to keep them downstairs by the like band rooms and they had to get a teacher to unlock and lock the cupboard this poor kid with the tuba and euphonium (laughs) yes and the french horn as well I always felt I always felt bad for them so many people play the french horn Mm. we had one girl the french horn is a cool instrument though it is and we had one girl who did it and she she still does music now actually nice Yana Mm. Barish, who she is in a band who tours the UK every so often. It's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Really and when cool. she's not doing that, she is um, a radio host in Luxembourg. Actually living the dream. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> but yeah, she is pretty cool. When she connects comes to Nottingham, I am going to go see her because every time she's been, I've been busy. Aww. It's upset me because I'm like, I, I know you. I yeah. want to see you play. <laughs> Rachel instruments where what what's been your journey? So quite similar, like I'm like I was also a musical theatre galley. I literally did a presentation today about why Define Gravity from Wicked is like why we should study that. It's um so it's so good, right? It's so good. Um so yeah, I like used to do a bit of performing arts when I was younger. I started flute when I was in year three. Oh, I know. So you? because I kid you not, oh. the school changed the rule no. from year four through to year three. As you were Did saying, you go that, to my school. I'm not Luxembourg. No, but I but. wasn't in uh, Luxembourg at that point. Okay, I was living in England. Wow, well, is that was that just like an English thing? I'm a Surrey girl. Ah, uh, no, I'm Bristolian, mate. Yeah, go go Bristol. Maybe it was just at that time <laughs> all the schools decided. New, yeah. <laughs> new school rules. Yeah, screw that specific year group. I know. I, I'm still not over it, clearly. <laughs> deep problem. Anyway, so you were one of those people. I was one of those ruined people. ruined my life. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, like used to play the flute. I played piccolo and alto flute as well, because that's cool. Oh. I've also played bass flute as well, and that's really, really fun. Um, so yeah, I did flute. And I pretty, I pretty much did flute all the way throughout. I got my ABRSM diploma, which is fine. Nice. Um, and then in year seven, I start, when I, in year four, I started playing piano, which is fun. And then in year seven, I picked up sax, like the alto sax. In year eight, I picked up the tenor sax. And then I like dabble in like clarinet, dabble in guitar, ukulele. I also have like, um, an ocarina and ocarina yeah, of time, ocarina of time yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See, and then, I, I started learning the ocarina just because my grandma found one at her house and went, You play the flute, 
figure this out Not and I same. can play Freya Jacca and that is it nice and I still remember how to play Freya Jacca and that is it nice I remember like in year six we used to play the little like f- like six hole ones yeah oh, I'm mean, like yeah they're a lot easier than the twelve hole ones my hands aren't really big enough for them I had a little four hole one oh it's tiny <laughs> love it as I say it was just in my grandma's house and she went you'll enjoy this and I was like thanks I have I have a very weird like I have a weird instrument collection mm. so I have like I got I inherited an automaton for Christmas <gasps> and that is my favourite thing like I'm genuinely going to try and make like a segment on my show I'm for the automaton <laughs> um, yeah I love it and then I also have like I think I have like seven kazoos because like why not I love kazoos I have seven kazoos it's so nice I have two packs so I, have, I have a three pack and I have four packs like, nice yeah. wow where are your where are your kazoos where are your kazoos Erin I've never had a kazoo wow <laughs> we got 14 between the two of us right <laughs> yeah I'll manage uh, my, my grandparents did go through a phase of also they got me and my siblings all harmonicas one year for Christmas stop um, play like, piano man be a, be a band mm. maybe sibling band yeah, I don't. I'm not sure I could convince the rest of them to join me, I but say I can <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. I don't even know what we'd, how we'd make that work, or what we'd do there, but it would be quite fun. Yeah, I am tempted now. Are you sure? You're giving me ideas. Terrible ideas. Well, we could just start a whole month about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. I was awful at it. My brother was actually all right. Shout out to my brother who actually you two haven't heard it but there is intro music to this podcast and my brother wrote it for me wow so big up tom he um yeah he he does he does i don't know he makes he makes music sometimes doesn't put Mm. it out anywhere as far as i know but every so often he'll go oh i know you really like this song i made a remix of it here you are and i'm like oh thanks you remembered i like this song that's so sweet literally the sweetest thing and he's lovely so as I say, big up my brother. Big up brother. Woo! Yeah. This is where we find And I, I will like... play you the music he wrote me. It's, it's adorable. It's like a nice little jingle. And he sent me like five options. I was like, which one do you like? And I was like, oh, this one. He's like, do you want me to change it? Do you want a different key? And I was like, I don't know. It's nice. I, I like I it. That. Join the AP team, Tom. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe. He's, he, he doesn't normally go to Loughborough. He's, he's on a placement year this year, but normally he's in Loughborough. So right. he could come up for meetings. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. But yeah, you mentioned APT. Mm-hmm. You love your audio production. I do. How is it? It's so good. Do we you all, find both of you two are members of the APT? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I, I, I. This might be a really strange question, but do you find because you've now spent so much time doing AP stuff that you're listening out for it a lot more? And like you'll be at concerts and stuff because you did go see the 1975 last night. I did. And I have yet to ask you actually how it was. It was really good. It was last minute because Impact had a spare perform, so I went. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't going until the day before. And I was like, <laughs> I was I was in bed after Natsum's birthday, and Ali was really hungover, and I woke Ali up being like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> I'm not. He Ali is my boyfriend, and he was going to the 1975, but he used his plus one on his mum yeah I was like oh that's cute you're such a good son yeah that was good such a good son not a good boyfriend (laughs) yeah but I I I was Kit's date so me and Kit went which is nice because I got to know Kit a lot better yeah Kit's lovely and I did see it uh, it felt like most of the student population I know went last night everyone was everyone went just so many random friends and 
Big Up Jacob, he was also on the screen. Yeah, I saw that. I spotted that and I went, oh, Jacob! <laughs> that is one of my favourite videos, which obviously listeners will have absolutely no context to what we're talking no. about. But um, Go are to you... impact.com for the review. It'll be up by the time it's, it's posted, so... Mm. Yeah, speaking of reviews and sort of like going to concerts and stuff, mm. you do dabble in music interviews, if I'm not wrong. I do, so dabble. I write for mm-hmm. Left Lion, The Mic, and Impact, and I've done interviews for Student Music Network. How have you found that? And my, my main question is, who's been the best person you've interviewed? Black mm. Honey, Izzy B. Phillips was the best person I've interviewed. Yeah. This was my first interview. Oh, that's always really sweet. So lovely. And I had a tech issue halfway through and she just like she just kept going. But the reason she was so good is because she could flip between serious and funny really quickly. Mm. So she was happy to give in depth funny answers, but also in depth serious answers. And it was just like she kept the tone really well because I've had some interviews that I've done where it's been really hard mm. to like keep that same tone because the people aren't used to it or people don't really want to be there or care because they've been told by their agent and they have to do it. But Izzy was really nice it was so lovely and i'm seeing black honey again in april at uh, rescue so people yeah. should go it'll be really good i'm hoping that my best friend izzy phillips remembers me you're like i'm also izzy <laughs> do you think that's what it was do you think because you have the same name she was like i must make this good for this person well, it was even more confusing because izzy felton was no so, for me. so we were just three izzy's emailing back and forth for like two weeks that was crazy oh i love that there are a lot of izzy's but as i say we love it rachel have you done I've never done anything like that. I really want to. Mm. Like, I'm trying to, like, set feelers. I say I'm trying to set feelers out. I haven't done anything. But, like... Who do you want to do? Ooh, that's a very good question. I don't know. I don't feel like... I kind of like the idea of interviewing Lewis Capaldi. Just because he's so, like, out of pocket. He's just so I feel like it would be a lot of fun. That would be fun. I think you would just have the best time. Because it seems like whatever mood he's in, he's just going to give you either silly answers or... Maybe answer it properly. Well, I think, yeah, because I think he'd get the tone right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does can read do a room the occasional well. proper answer, but he's also very happy to just, just yeah. have a laugh. That's around. And I really respect that, because they must do so many interviews. I know. I mean, it's ridiculous, but they're happy. This is kind of going completely different to what we've been talking about. But, you know, I like to spice things up. Change up every so often. Um, obviously, we are university students. Mm-hmm got a couple university sort of based questions so i know i hate to talk about our degrees stop but... university in university <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're uni students <laughs> uni students just have fun do radio yeah. university students go to Hallwood library they do or george green if you're if you're so inclined but my question is obviously tell the listeners what degrees you do and part of that what's been your favorite module you've done so I do I'm only first year so I'm still very like bright eyed bushy tail about my degree I love my degree it's so fun um, um, so I study English literature and language um, which is really really fun I read a lot of books I love it um, and my favourite module that I've done so far is the drama theatre performance because as I've said before I am I'm a theatre girly like I just love watching theatre and it's just really really cool and yeah it's yeah, it's really interesting, and I love. I do find that a lot of the people I know that have done any sort of English degree, like all the theatre modules, they seem like they're just all really fun. Yeah, to do. you get to like actually do stuff in them. So like in the workshops, we've been like properly like acting out. We didn't. We, we did you not? 
COVID, we could look. Oh no! And that was even not even proper COVID. We didn't get swiped, but I'm very jealous. Yeah, you should be. It was really fun. <laughs> Mars, you do liberal arts. I do, but I do. Um, so with liberal arts, if you do ninety credits in a particular discipline, you get brackets. That so I oh, okay. liberal arts brackets English because because you've done a lot of English. I do at least two a year, which will count to. Wait, no, isn't that? Depends how many credit, yeah. So I won't. Um, unless you do uh, another module of English. Why not? You've got another year. Yeah, but I can't, you can't, I won't be able to make it exactly. Okay. Oh well, no, I don't have brackets English. Just well, does it that. count for your first year modules? What do you mean? Yeah, it does. How many credits are your modules then? Oh, wait, no, they're 20 each, so it's not, I just can't do maths. <laughs> So and that's why we do English. Year, yeah, so actually I'm good. You're I'm all good, gone. yeah. Had had a moment of panic there, I saw. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, but no, I did. Um, I think my favourite module so far, I really like studying language. Really? And I predict that my favourite overall will be language development, which I'm about to start because I really like child language acquisition. Oh, okay. Like learning how kids learn to talk and learning, like, kind of what. Yeah, like one of the job options for me would be, to be, would, would be to be a speech therapist. I think it would be really interesting. I feel like you'd be really good at that as well. Yeah, I like to talk. Yeah. yeah. And you're good at talking. And I like kids. In a... In a, in a, in a, in a positive way. Uh, <laughs> no, that's really cool. That's such a niche module as well. I mean, all, yeah. mod- all modules I find are niche, which like, I like asking people their favourite module. I think people prefer like language and feminism and society and things like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Linguistics, that's more popular, but I do think the CLN gets ignored because it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Is it what you'd recommend? Do you have any modules that you know are coming up for you next year, for Rachel, for you the next two years? I'm assuming your degree is three years. Yeah. That you've, that you've kind of pegged as, that's going to be a good one. The pretty much all of the drama ones for me, like specifically the Stanislavski one, which I'm doing, which, which finished. yeah, it's good. That seems so much fun. And theatre making after it is mm. I've only heard positive, so yeah, I recommend you do that. Yeah. What about you? you? Philosophy of sex. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but you have to have done a philosophy module, and I haven't, and I won't have. So I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not sure if this one it definitely requires you to have done something before. Okay. If it does, I can't do it. So I need to figure it out. But philosophy of sex because orgasm it makes sense. Yeah, it would be really interesting to do as well. That's a completely different, I guess, take on it as well. Doing the philosophy side, I, I'd love it. It would be my perfect module. But uh, other, other, other than that, language in the mind, which is a development from language. Sounds like from the name, it's the similar sort of thing. Do you find that your modules have fun names, or are they all quite straightforward? There is one option that I could take called hashtag sociology. I like that. I love I like that. that. I like when they're a bit silly with the names or make yeah. them sound fun. I mean, my current one is living in the Anthropocene and more than human wealth, and that's a really fun name for me, I think. See, that's way more interesting. Mine are all called development economics, financial economics, advanced financial economics if you do it in third year, which is fine, but it's like, guys, give me something interesting. Do you have fun modules? Um, I have modules I really enjoy, but I don't know if people, other people would find them fun. One I did in first year that was actually really good was called The Politics of Economics and the Economics of Politicians. And it's partially done with Vince Cable, who was... Oh, he's... An, I think either was a Labour MP, Chancellor of the Exe- Exchequer, something like that. He's worked in the government for a long time and he um, he kind of has a few videos he records and then you kind of go through uh, important historical political figures and 
kind of taking them going stemming off from that what are their economic ideas they introduced and all that which i really enjoyed because we did you know went through like hamilton um which was i was like am i basically know all of this already because i have heard (laughs) hamilton and watched hamilton um because there was there's always like a bit of a history bit about the person and i was like i know that i know that i know that i know that guys i've seen the musical i know the musical i know the musical hamilton wrote the other 51 (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then the next bit was like so this is the argument uh, for and against a centralized government it's like okay so there is actual like substance to this but i think that's the only one that i have done that the general public would would deem interesting but i've really enjoyed a lot of stuff i've done I've also really hated a lot of stuff I've done. So, you know, it's just it's just how it is. Again, sort of being on a university, sorry, a uni. This is more of a uni question. Yeah. Where's your favourite spot on campus? Obviously not the URN studio, because we all know everyone loves being here. But if you're just going to campus, where are you going to be? Top floor of one of the partridge. Oh, okay. Ooh. Or the, to be fair, I do a lot of studying in Josh Green in the cafe bit, because mm. it's open 24 hours and I only study at 2am. It's like me and Ali normally studying at 2am. Is Monica Partridge 24 hours as well? No. I think it was supposed to be, but it isn't. It's nice in the daytime. So if I'm daytime Mm. studying and it's not too busy, Monica Partridge, but I'm not usually awake. I'm not great at being awake. I'm pretty, I'm an actor, I'm not colonel. So, yeah. yeah. I guess you are falling into the stereotype then. (laughs) I get a little bit. Yeah. Daytime is wake up at 7am and the bright bright eyed and bushy tailed. I'm not. I've never been bushy tailed in my life. That's really sad. <laughs> Rachel, do you have a, a spot? Your go-to spot? Probably. I mean, I'm still, I'm still quite new. And that, that, that is my branding as a first year, going like, yeah, well, I'm new. I don't know anything. Well, I have to show you the spots. Yeah, I, I literally don't know anything. But I reckon by the end of this year, you'll find a place you like. Yeah, I think at the moment, I think it's specifically desk like one four two on the top floor of Hallwood Library. Mm. Like, I... That is my specific desk, and I, I love it. I have a couple specific desks in Hallwood, depending Ooh. on my mood of studying. Because during COVID in first year, it was very much you had to book your desk, and if you had to go sit at the desk you actually booked to be at, because um, you have to sign in and do all this stuff anyway. And People steal people's spots. Yeah, exactly. I've, you, you book, I've never like booked a desk before, and I feel like I probably should. But you like... don't. You don't need to these days, but it, they're they're all still up from COVID. Yeah, it's like if someone comes and kicks you out, you move. But yeah, yeah, but it doesn't happen. So I have. Everyone knows one four two is my desk in Hallward. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I had to kind of experience a few different ones, and I and I have perfected. Where am I going to sit and actually do work? Where am I going to sit if I want to be around people? Where am I going to sit if I'm feeling like I need to be a day in my life study tuber? Even though I never would do that personally. I like to mentally pretend I am. So then it motivates me to actually sit down and do my work. That's actually so relatable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I just need to romanticise this idea. And I'll actually do it. I know, like, the precise, like, music backgrounds Mm. in my head as well. Like, walking over. Yeah. I have that when I walk into campus and it's sunny. I'm like, today is going to be a day where I'm smart. And I'll go get my little coffee or something. And I'll go... (laughs) It's it's coffee, Zach. So I didn't drink coffee until, like, a month ago. And now it's, like, that makes me feel inspired. Mm -hmm. What's your go-to coffee or hot drink order? I yesterday went to town and bought four coffee syrups. I had a glazed donut latte this morning. 
That sounds lovely. Is that your that go-to amazing. or is this just like a new era of, of Moz? New era. I would say gingerbread latte is my like, or, or cinnamon mm. I'm a latte person. I'm a milky, milky girl. I like almond milk as well, which I'm finding places do less. It's from like oat and soy, which is... Oat yeah. and soy are the two sort of go-tos. Um, soy seems to always be the uh, alternative they have because I believe it's the cheapest. I'm allergic to it. So I actually, it makes me upset. I have a personal vendetta against soy milk. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I am lactose. Mine yeah. is that it makes my throat close up and I feel like I can't. And breathe, that's but... completely valid. Yeah, but I'm 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 with you here. I am against soy milk. Me too. Yeah. Like I have no reason to be, but I am too. <laughs> it just gives me like the same vibe as people who just like put water on cereal. That's pretty much what you're doing if you're it putting is. soy milk on it's cereal. No. No. No, oat milk at least makes it a bit creamier. Yeah, and that is, that is why I love it. Have milk. you had cashew nut milk? I have. Because that is the creamiest thing ever. Really? It is too creamy for me. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. It's my cousin's go-to, and she was like, let me introduce you to cashew nut milk. And I was like... Yeah. I need to give rice milk. Upon um, Starlet, my housemate, her recommendation was to give rice milk under there. Rice noodles. Ooh. They're really good. Never tried rice milk. I want to try pea milk. Pea milk. They had it in Tesco a few, like a year ago, and I haven't seen it since because I think it's not really taken off, shall we say? <laughs> but um, it's it's an interesting one. Apparently, it does slightly taste like peas, though. Ew. Ew. No. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is not what you want with it, but fair enough. Do you have a sort of iconic either item of clothing, or you can just do a something about you that's iconic? Because you know, this is radio. There's no visual element to it. So if you're walking around campus and you know the die-hard pinch vault listeners yes. are like, I want to know which one's Moz. What, kind of what do you look like? Flip and reverse this question because I have. I think that I. I'm going to be narcissistic here. I have a lot of iconic. Items. You do. You are just what? iconic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What is? What do you think my most iconic is? I will say, ever since you got your red coat, because if I'm right, that's a more recent purchase. Actually, no. I got it in November. That's recent to me. No, it was in November in first year. Okay. I got it the day after my ex-boyfriend broke up with me because I was having a Taylor Swift moment and the red album was re-released that day. All I remember is the first time I saw it stuck out in my mind and I was like, that is a coat. I think that's a coat. That is a coat. That might be... I think I only got three answers. The red coat was one and the red trousers that I have at match. Oh, yes. Um, the My pink fluffy coat that makes me look like I've skinned a muffin. Oh, I do love that one mm. as well. And my last answer would be my orange cut hole dress. Do you remember? You, you weren't there when I wore it, but it's gone down in history. Okay. From a particular Naya Ocean that a lot of people remember. That was about this time last year. Yeah, I definitely was not there. No, you weren't there. But... I was. You weren't there. I know. <laughs> but... Um, other people listening that you're on on and about but that dress it's orange it's swirly it's got a lot of holes in it and it's kind of iconic Mm. I look like a sexy tangerine ooh I do like that I need to see this dress now and these earrings which I decided are now part of my wardrobe that's fair they are lovely earrings they're lovely star earrings so if you ever see someone with big star earrings it's me it'll be Moz and it's fringe now yeah Rachel do you have a look an accessory that you think People will know me by this. If you're, if you ever see like Converse, it's probably me. Like anyone wearing Converse, it's probably me. Converse. Con- Converse. Converse. That's what I say. Converse. Converse. The shoes. I say yeah. Converse. How do you say it? I, I'm more of a Converse. I, I, I like harsh yeah. Converse. Yeah. Converse. I've only ever heard it pronounced as Converse. That's Bristol for you. Yeah. Group Bristol, proper. It's not from Bristol. Yes. 
born and raised. Wow. 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 But yeah, like, I'm pretty... I think I only have, like... Well, I'm getting two new pairs of shoes, but I only have two pairs of shoes at the moment. <laughs> um, and so fair. I, I go through... I have one pair until they are ruined, and I genuinely should not be wearing them anymore. There is no soul in them. They are falling apart. And then I call them clubbing shoes and get a new <laughs> pair and still wear them. Yeah, that is exactly what I do. I famously only wear sketches to clubs because I have sensitive ankles, and that is an iconic fact about me. I love that. I love that. I have really sensitive ankles. Sketches are the way forward. Ah. Sketches always. I feel like sketches are like the adult shoes are on par with Lily Kelly. Yeah, yeah, you know, like they just have good adverts. (laughs) Okay, last two questions. I've just checked the time. We've been talking for forty-five minutes, (laughs) which is fine. I'll edit stuff out, and then we'll have an extended version. Um, So these kind of questions, I'll I'll give them to you both at the same time, but they're kind of one's looking back, one's looking forward. What's your proudest achievement? In life, general, can be really specific, can just be, I'm just happy with who I am today, whatever you want it to be. And the other one is, what are you looking forward to? Again, can be, I'm looking forward to graduating in two years' time, can be, I'm looking forward to my pizza tonight. I'm leaving it very open up to you, whatever whatever you want to tell the listener, whatever you think they need to know about you. I don't know, I'm proud of This is like a very big question, a heavy question. Uh, I don't know what my proudest moment is, but I'm proud of joining student radio i'm proud mm-hmm. of getting into university yeah i'm proud of and you know what i am more recently proud of i'm proud of addressing my own mental health issues and doing something about it That's yeah i love that that might be my answer yeah. i'm proud of taking action and going actually i'm living in a toxic way let's fix it that's why I'm i think that's a very good now. thing to be that's proud really of. good as i say it can be deep and meaningful but rachel if you want to say you're proud that i don't know you started the flute a year before i did that can also be i mean that is up there um no i think like i don't know i think probably my proudest moment is either performing in royal albert hall that was a big moment for me so cool yeah that was really good i think either that or like i don't know just like choosing to do like english Mm. or something so like throughout my whole life i've just kind of been like music is like my thing music like i let music kind of like define me and like that sounds much more deeper than it actually is like i was fine but then like taking the leap to like do something completely out there something i enjoy i found out that i wasn't actually like as in love with music as i thought i was and so just kind of doing something that i wanted to do and finding out and like refining my passions like that was a massive thing for me i was quite proud of myself yeah, that's for a doing really that. big thing to do scary thing to do isn't yeah it? what are you yeah. looking forward to i'm looking forward to another year of talking to microphones mm. fun. i'm looking forward to pushing myself to make better content and mm. to i want to do more interviews because i'm not great at them welcome to my podcast (laughs) literally was the whole reason i was like i want to interview people and also i was like i want to force everyone who's a member of your end to be friends with me and to know who i am it's purely i mean you are iconic you know am i yeah like aaron and joe show i cheat him every single time as everyone should yeah everyone should i do think the aaron and joe show has elevated me because everyone loves joe and now i'm tagged on to joe it works (laughs) i like it i am just my I'm noticeable and important woman due to my you affiliations anyway. with men. Anyway. Yes, Dom's girlfriend is no, a type of frenzy. What? No one, no one knew eco frenzy. I don't know eco frenzy. You and Gary were the first people I met in Radio, and you taught me how to use this here. I think eco frenzy. That sounds like we did that for quite a few people actually at the yeah. beginning. 
Eco Frenzy was the first radio show I listened to. Like, legit. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I was like, wow, like, I love this. Because I think, like, I think it was quite early on. I don't know. But, like, I remember listening to Eco Frenzy and then, like, everyone was talking. I think there was there was a discussion about like a book club or something probably that probably like Like, it's it's making me sound very stalkerish and like to be fair (laughs) you're not wrong i know what you mean sometimes i just turn on your end and give a listen to whoever's on and i love doing that yeah and like yeah it's really good eco frenzy thank you bang and show bang and show i do love eco frenzy it's my he's my baby yeah Uh, with gabby and georgia obviously they've helped birth and raise this child with me it's, it's beautiful my little three-year-old almost <laughs> almost three-year-old getting there yeah almost going to primary school oh goodness don't say that <laughs> they grow up so fast rachel what are you looking forward to i think like similar similar to your answer like just going out and getting involved so mm. like in in like first term i'm I was very scared of like everything. So like I still am. Like I oh, see ter- I come I come into the station and like people are there and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is terrifying. So like I'm looking forward to like making friends. Mm. That makes sense. Like I do have friends. I'd like to think I have friends. <laughs> but like looking forward to like making like radio friends and like it like actually talking to people because I feel like I'm confident enough in myself to like Good. maybe yes. do that now. Um but yeah, like looking forward to the stuff that I'm doing this term, looking forward to maybe potentially doing some like crossover stuff so i like, can invite people on my show Ooh. if they can wake up in the morning so no, it's a big ask. but it's quite a tough one to be honest yeah is... see you in the studio 6 a.m guys Woo. what day do you do pardon friday, what, friday, friday seven to nine. Oh. me and ali are um rachel's co-parents oh yeah is that happening i feel very loved we can uh, we'll talk about that off the podcast <laughs> um yeah that's completely different anyway I think we'll end it there. We've been going for a while, but I've enjoyed chatting. Yeah, it's it was really fun. fun. And I love just having an excuse to chat with people and just, I don't know, learn a bit more. Thank you for It's nice it. to know that you're both musical people. <laughs> and I feel like I'm like kindred spirits, you know? Aww. We'll start like a flute a flute podcast yes. where we'll just like play Please. flute music. I love that. <laughs> Please, I haven't played since I got to uni because I was like, that is 10 years of my life. I don't want to continue. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay. We love it. We love Stan. We do love the flute. Mm. Do we? We respect our roots and where we came from. Let's go with that. (laughs) Let's go with that. Anyway, thank you both for being on with me today. And I know I don't know how to end podcasts. I'm still working on that. That's my big thing. Peace. Thank you. Peace. (laughs) Peace. Yeah, it's been really fun. fun. And I love just having an excuse to chat with people and just. It's nice to know that you're both musical people. And I feel like I'm like kindred spirits, you know? We'll start like a flute a flute podcast where we'll just like play flute music. (laughs) Please, I haven't played since I got to uni because I was like, that is ten years of my life. If you've enjoyed listening to my voice, make sure you check out our Instagram off there on your end to stay up to date with all the episodes coming out soon. We do love the flute. Do we? We respect our roots and where we came from. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Anyway, thank you both for being on with me today. It was really fun doing an episode with two guests. So shout out and thank you to Rachel and Izzy. If you've enjoyed listening to them during this episode, make sure you follow them on Instagram and TikTok. For Izzy Morris, follow her at izzy.morris. Her After Dark show at pinchofalt underscore URN 
or her podcast at Erngasm Podcast. For Rachel, on Instagram, follow underscore rach.p underscore or follow her show at urn underscore top 25 as well as we mentioned a few times throughout the episode rachel has an amazing tiktok that you should give a follow which is the same name at urn underscore top 25 